Okay, start with uh, start with Dex real quick. So you, uh, all that happened. You jumped in, and uh, the bounty hunter threw the bounty hunter back, and he told he was with a group of uh, hired mercenaries, so it wasn't just him. And uh, after you told him to take you and leave everyone else alone, he had told his men to grab you. So you've got a whole bunch of mercenaries just. Ranted, like start dogpiling you, got you pinned down. You feel a pair of binder cuffs going on your wrists. Right. And remember. Yeah, and you hit the uh, the the sensor on your uh, cybernetic limb that sent the uh, SOS to your contact gore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So then, as all that's right, as they're about to. Uh, drag you off, the door behind you just blasts open with debris flying everywhere. Fortunately, it didn't hit you. Based on that roll last time, nothing hit you. Um, the Mandalorian bounty hunter looks at it pretty pretty shocked and just uh, motions to his men to get you out of here fast and they start hustling you back uh, down the corridor as they pull you along you cross paths with the uh, the Imperial officer that had challenged you guys when you got into the hangar initially uh-huh. where you had, uh, you had coerced him into not searching the astromex and he just looks at you with a very smug smile and says so much for your friends in high places I'm just going to give him, like, a death stare. Just stare at him. And I want it to, like, be a just straight to his soul. <laughs> <laughs> because in that, I'm, like, remembering everything about him. His face, his insignia, you know, where he's stationed, everything. Right. And he's on my list now. <laughs> Gotcha. So as they start hustling you out, um, after that blast, all of these sirens start just blaring out. Uh, you hear blast doors slamming in the corridors around you. I'll cut over to uh, Morta real quick. So you were up at Morta was up in that gun turret uh, after opening fire on the door. Able to see through to Dex after all of the uh, smoke and debris kind of clears from that explosion. You just see the a whole group of those bounty hunters just uh, grab him and start hurrying him down the corridor, and sirens start blaring off in the hangar bay. Um, the cameras are still turned off, but there are alerts going off on the ship's communication now to power down the ship and to uh, surrender your arms. I like my arms where they are. <laughs> <laughs> She's cheese-induced again, guys. <laughs> yep. <sighs> I'm not giving anyone my arms. So you got all of that going on. What would you guys like to try to do? Keep my arms? 
Okay, so I'm on the ship. What happened with Sanjo and Alima? Um, Sanjo probably followed you back onto the ship. Um, we can use Josh's character just kind of like we did last time. If there's something you won't think that he needs to be doing or that he would do, let me know. Or we can we can have him help. Um, what what would Alima have done? What, did you want her to run back onto the ship, or what were you thinking? I'm just standing there gaping. <laughs> you just watched Dex run through and tackle that Mandalorian, and then Morta open fire on the door. I don't know what to do. I'm in shock. <laughs> <laughs> now you got all these sirens going off. Starting to panic now. Hmm. So I guess I want to get off the ship and go to the corridor. Okay. That take uh, both moves, or um, we're not in combat right now, so you don't have to. Well, not in structured combat right now, so you wouldn't have to worry about um, movement distance yet. Um, yeah. You can when you get to the door, the corridor. You do see. Um, the mercenary group headed down the corridor back kind of towards another area of the hangar bay where they would be able to get out of the main hangar back out into like the civilian area. And they're headed one way away from you headed back in your direction. You see a squad of stormtroopers just running in double time towards your hangar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Doesn't seem like I've done any good. I'm at a loss here. Sandra uh, stayed on the ship. He ran to the uh, controls. And there's an alert that comes over the uh, communication system. It's not a hologram. It's not an audio transmission or anything. It's just a single line of text that reads, Get off planet now is not it he can't trace the source it's an anonymous sender he comes over the comm link and tells you and alima that well uh guess we're getting back on the ship <laughs> i mean uh, i don't know what to do this is a tough one welcome to tabletop gaming <laughs> <laughs> No, I have to ask. Do you get back on the ship? I'm very torn. Yeah. I probably re very reluctantly get back on the ship. Alright. <clears throat> um, do you want to have Sanjo fire up the ship and get and start moving off planet? Yeah. Alright. The Sanjo fires up the engines and he's he's able to get the ship powered up and start flying up away out of the atmosphere or towards out towards space. You're still getting all kinds of warnings and um, commands from the central flight area or uh, command centers to power back down and ground your ship. Heck no. No, we're leaving. <laughs> Take me. And then on the scanners, you can see off in the distance, uh, a good way still away, that 
there is a squadron of store of uh, tie fighters that have been scrambled and are approaching your position. Daniel, if you want to uh, get on the controls, you actually have fairly decent uh, piloting space skills for uh, for flying. If you want to do that, well, yeah, oh well, and I want to leave. Okay, I'm pulling up my uh, my end of the dice pool real quick. We did not. Um, forgot to do the destiny points. So on your character sheets, go ahead and roll destiny. Um, Daniel, can you show Polly where that's at? Yeah. Be on it. Roll destiny. Be it. All right. You click roll destiny. Roll destiny. Destiny is kind of like the uh, the luck aspect of the game i guess where um there there are things that you can you can have happen in your favor by using a light side point on your end or i can make them take a a worse turn by using a dark side point on my side wait so light side is favorable outcomes and dark side is Bad outcomes? Light, light side is points for us to use to like introduce something into the story. They're like, oh, we forgot to bring a tool with us. Well, we can flip a point and say, oh, we had that tool. Okay. And dark side is tools that John Jonathan can use to make the story unfavorable to us. But I'm dark. To make things more yeah. challenging. This is simple. Okay. Oh, this this is different like, than this. Uh, this is separate from uh, like the, the morality of the character. Oh, okay, okay, right. Uh, yeah, you can be totally dark side, but you still have to use a light side point to to work in your favor. Okay, right. Yeah the the destiny pool is separate from like the character's light side or dark side affiliation. It's more just my dark side uh, going up every time I look away and look back. The dark that, side keeps going. That's the that's the destiny. Yeah, but why, it was like three, and then it was four, that's, and now it's five. That's because we've all rolled and we yeah. ended up with five light dark side. Come points. on, come on, guys! I rolled two light side. I rolled two light side, guys. <laughs> yep, you were the only one. Everybody else is dark. Yeah, good, Daniel Morton. See what happens when you sacrifice yourself for friends? <laughs> the, the force rewards you. It is kind of a resource that you can use, but it's not one that um, is finite, really. Because, like, when you use a light side point, it uh, it kind of flips over like a coin, so it turns into a dark side point that I can use. And then if I use a dark side point to make things more difficult for the players that flips over and gives you a, a light side point on your end that you can use later. So if we were actually playing it on a tabletop, it would, it's represented by these little almost quarter size um, tokens that you just flip back and forth. I get about like 80% uh, of it. Uh, Daniel, to, ha to pilot out of uh, space... And get to where you can um, jump the ship into hyperspace. It's going to be a piloting space roll. I've got that set up for you. 
it's not going to be real hard because you do have a jump on these guys. Uh, no. All right. So you didn't pass. It canceled out, but you do have the advantage left over. So dodge the uh, tie fighters. Something oh. good can't happen. If you want to uh, say that, um, they're still they're still chasing you, and you haven't quite gotten to where you can uh, jump into hyperspace yet. But you've been able to uh, maneuver the ship in such a way that you've placed um, civilian traffic and freighter traffic between yourselves and the Tie Fighter. So they're going to have to maneuver around that in order to get to you guys. Okay, sounds good. Um, as you get, so you're you're getting close to um, being uh, in the upper, like leaving the upper atmosphere, and right and as you kind of enter that area, another alert comes up on the uh, on the communications console, like it did before. This time it says rendezvous or uh, SOS received rendezvous with me at these coordinates, and it gives you a, a hyperspace coordinates. For off in a uh, a kind of secluded region of space. Uh, I want to go that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm gonna tell you that this stuff is coming in, but if you guys decide that's not what you want to do, just just say so. If you want to go that way, you can plug in the uh, the coordinates and do another uh, piloting check. To get away, I'm gonna give you a boost die since you got an advantage on that last one. Whenever you got it set up, say it again. Sorry. Um, yeah, whenever you have to, that. Is it cutting in and out again? I didn't hear Tanette say anything. She hasn't said anything. Okay. Anything. <laughs> no, she has. <laughs> If you want, if you want to go to that, um, to those coordinates, you can just plug in. Say you plugged in the uh, the coordinates into the Nava computer, and then do another piloting space check to uh, to get far enough away to to make the jump. Okay. Yeah. Do you have the roll set up? Yep. I gotta give you a boost since you got an advantage last time. Bam. Oh no. No. Wow! Dang it! Not Daniel, get good. So you didn't, you failed again, but you've got several advantages left over from that. Um, I would like to use those advantages to not get shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you, you notice as you're leaving that you now have an Imperial Star Destroyer that was in orbit this kind of moving into the area of the planet that you're um, leaving from. But you're still you're still far enough away and you're I got there's a uh, there's a freighter like right next to you that you're kind of able to maneuver your ship around where they can't get any kind of a good shot or any kind of a good tractor beam lock on you from where you're at. You just kind of position that big freighter to block the entire view to your ship. Yes, we need to roll again. Yeah. If you want to, you can use those advantages to like, upgrade your check as well. Um, I'll, I can do that on my end. Right. But that's what I would suggest. Yep. 
right. You ready? There you go. Oh, we got some. Uh, so after all that, you're, you are able to finally kind of just follow in this freighter's shadow and get far enough away that you can make the jump now to uh, to hyperspace. Um, I'm just going to leave it on this screen for right now. It'll kind of jump around a little bit. So you guys are safely away. It's not going to take you very long to get to the uh, coordinates. But while we're while you guys are traveling away, I'm going to go back to uh, Dexter real quick. Okay. Mm -hmm. Kevin, the the bounty hunters take you through the uh, through the space station to uh, a separate hangar that they have, and uh, that's where their ship is. It's a pretty large kind of a medium-sized transport, so a little bit bigger than y'all's ship. Okay. <clears throat> this do thing's... I, do, do I notice any um, familiar markings on it? Uh, do a perception check. Let me set that up. Alright. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> so Polly and Casey there are three different types of symbols for these dice and they kind of cancel each other out and you just take the results that's left over as a uh, but there are different levels of them there are your basic successes and advantages, which are the explosions and the triangles. The explosions are successes and the triangles are failures. Um, then there are advantages and threat, which are the little angel wing looking things are the advantages and the threat are the kind of imperial symbol looking icon. Those are like minor good things or bad things that could happen whether you've uh, passed the check or not. And then the, uh, the other symbols are a triumph, which he just rolled. It's the kind of lightsaber looking symbol and a despair, which if it pops up, I'll let you know what that is. Those are like the advantages and disadvantages, except they never cancel out. They always happen, and they're like bigger good things or bigger bad things that will happen regardless of whether you pass the check or not. So, like, he didn't pass the check, but something really good can happen. And uh, do you have an idea for that, Kevin? <clears throat> it's something that you can have input on as well. Uh. Maybe, maybe a slip of the tongue from one of the guys carrying me, like, gives away the name of the ship or, like, who they're trying to take me back to or why they okay. were looking for us somewhere in that ballpark and however you want to run with that. Okay. Yeah, as they're... Uh... As they're taking you onto the ship, a couple of the guards are already getting, like, kind of cocky about the situation and saying, like, man, I thought, thought Dexter was supposed to be this big, badass bounty hunter. We took him in so easy. And they start 
joking about what they're going to do with the uh, their share of the quarter million credit bounty. Okay. Once they turn you in. All right. You can know from that that they're planning to turn you into your suit. All right. I can work with that. <clears throat> All right. They get you onto the ship, and there's kind of a uh, uh, a prison holding setup that they've put into where there would normally be a big cargo bay for like bins and containers, that kind of thing. They've completely re redone it into a prisoner holding area with these small individual like almost bunk bed style cells there's just barely enough room to like lay down and they're kind of they're kind of half size too so you can't really stand up very easily and they've got uh they don't have like a traditional door closing it it's got like an energy barrier across it so they shove you into one of these and hit a button on the wall and the energy barrier pops up in front of you, uh, locking you into the cell. Okay. Uh, you still got the stun cuffs on your wrist, but they're bound in front of you. Bound in front of me. Okay. You can hear the engines of the ship start warming up. Uh, is there anything that you want to try to do? Or think that you would be doing in this situation? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna throw it out there, and you tell me what you think. Um, but go ahead and use the light side point. <clears throat> and say that the binder, the stun binder, or any binder cuff that goes on me because of my cybernetics, I've got equipment in there that I can activate that will disengage the binder itself. Okay. Tell you if, what, I can if let... If not, it's okay. No, uh, I think to do that, let's... You use the light side point to say that you have that as something that's in your... Um, in my arsenal. In your cybernetics. And yeah. then you'd have to do a roll to try to actually get it to, to operate. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. I think that'd be a skullduggery roll. All right. Something like that. Um, trying to think how hard that would be. It's designed to do it. I don't think it should be too hard. Your call, man. I'm going to make it an average check, but I'm going to make it a setback die just because, add in a setback die just because it's been, like, the whole situation is so, like, rushed and crazy and chaotic. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't have a whole lot of room to try to do much in this, uh, in this little holding cell. So. Okay. So, yeah, I go ahead and roll, uh, Skullduggery. All right. Good. Ooh. Okay, so it doesn't work. Um, they've actually the the set of stun cuffs that um, they've used apparently is not. It, it's a lot tougher to do that than your uh, cybernetic equipment 
was prepared for or, or designed for, mm-hmm. it actually has a countermeasure that um, activates the shock part of the stun cuffs and inflicts two strain to you when okay. you try to do this. Cool. Yeah, jump back over to the other group now with Morta and Alima and Sanjo. So after a short hyperspace trip, you come to the coordinates that came through on the communicator. And it's a, uh, a small asteroid uh, mining facility. Uh, there's a space station that's built on the outside, on like the surface of a fairly large asteroid. It's got, it's fairly basic. It's got some prefab buildings that are kind of covered by a, um, an energy shield with a uh, um, couple of different landing pads for uh, cargo and transport ships that, that are scattered around. The, the station transmits you right away without asking for any identification, without uh, querying you about why you're there. They just transmit you a uh, data feed of um, like the the navigation route to, to make it through without colliding with any of the asteroids. So you're able to pilot the ship just straight to the uh, the space station by following their uh, data. Do you are, do you still want to to follow that their these directions that are coming through? Yes. All right. So the the data sends you to one of the one of the landing pads, and then a, a final transmission pops up on the uh, the intercom. This directions to a, a room on the space station. It's, it says uh, conference room two B, west wing. Oh, I guess we're going that way. So there. There are a couple of little like um, computer terminals that you pass as you um, come off of the landing pad, and if you check those, they they kind of give you like a basic layout of the area and the directions to the the particular conference room. Yeah, so if you want to go there, it'll tell you how to get straight there. Okay. Yes. All right, so uh, as you follow the uh, the course that's given you by the, the computer to the conference room, um, you enter the room, you come into this kind of uh, large, low-ceiling room that's fairly uh, dimly lit. There are several... Um, banks of computers aligning one wall and then there's kind of like a uh, a conference area like a, a set of tables and chairs in one side and then uh, several other stations where people could sit at monitors and view various it looks like they're set up to like view various information feeds and data streams as you come in there are two people that you see standing over by the, uh, the bank of computers. One of them is an older human male. As he turns to look at you, 
he's dressed in just kind of a uh, basic uh, clo civilian clothes with a, a large, dark coat. Kind of like a duster style coat. <clears throat> he's got uh, kind of graying hair and a patch over one eye. And the other person is a uh, green-skinned alien with... It's me! I'm Matt! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, I was going to tell you, Polly, this is uh, where your character will come in. The open fire of the green alien. <laughs> I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> the, uh, the human male is the first person to say anything. He walks immediately over to uh, Morda and Alima and Sanjo and says, just kind of briefly says, I'm sorry we haven't met before. My name is Gore. Dex probably mentioned uh, me to you and our connection. I got oh, an SOS yeah. from him a little while ago. What happened on Coruscant? Yes, there was several bounty hunters captured Dexter. And we tried to rescue him, but there was the... The force against us was too great, and we had to leave. Thor kind of turns and shakes his head, says, I thought I'd train that boy better than that. I knew going to Coruscant was going to be a mistake for him. Turns to you and says, uh, wasn't there anything that you picked up while you were there that would have given you a hint that they were on to you or that someone was coming for you? Not, not for him. He folds his arms over his chest and just kind of turns and looks back at the uh, the computer banks. Then he turns to you guys and says, "Did you get a good look at no, the person that came to take you? Do you know who he was, or no, or which bounty hunter he was?" I'm not sure. This uh, character, I'm not sure if you want to say that my character knows of this bounty hunter or not. Oh, you had, uh, um, I believe Dex had told you guys that Kevin didn't, didn't Dex tell them his name? I'm pretty sure he told him about the guy that you guys saw in the casino. And that's who it was that came for you. Yeah, Sandor Varen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wanna. Relay that to the human. Okay. So he goes over to his bank of computers and starts typing away furiously and pulls up an image of a man in very distinct Mandalorian armor. <coughs> he turns to you guys and says, is this the guy that came for you? Yes. That's the one. It says, "Well, that's it then." He's taking a, he's taking Dex to your Sue. Then I've known that Sandor for a long time. Known about him for a long time. That's the only thing he would do. He's worked for your Sue a lot over the past few years. So if he took Dexter, he's taking her to your taking him to your Sue. He shakes his head. Says, "I can't let that happen, though." He walks um, back over to you, to you guys and says, I hate to ask you, 
to do this. But would you help me get Dexter back? Yeah, we're the ones who lost him. <laughs> I guess we owe it to him to try and get him back. The, he motions over to uh, Vec, asks you to come and join him for a moment, and he turns to you guys and says, um, this is a an old friend of mine. I reached out to Vec uh, for a completely different job that I had in mind, but it seems now that his special set of skills might be needed for trying to rescue our mutual friend. Well, if you think he can be helpful, I guess we'll babysit. Looks like I have to clean up your mess. <laughs> that wasn't on the agenda. Why do you don't like this guy? <laughs> it's your fault. Do your special oh, yeah. set of skills include Hunting, finding, and killing. I don't game. You're not in this scene. Skill for sneaking, right? <laughs> I'm sneaky. You're not in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a ghost from your past. Just. Uh... I'll tell you what, Sanjo probably would say that. <laughs> So, and character, we have Sanjo say that. <laughs> I'm dual role playing. It's okay. <laughs> when Gore, Gore responds, Lex's ta or Lex talents are more subtle in nature than that, which is exactly what we're going to need if we're going to try to get Dexter out of your Seuss clutches. He said, I've already actually been conducting surveillance on Yursu for years. So I have quite a bit of information about her. I have quite a bit of information about the, the palace where she normally likes to hide. And if my gut is telling me the right thing, then Sandor is going to be taking Dexter there. The table in front of you guys has like a a holographic display that it can be pulled up or a holographic projector so he punches in a few things and pulls up a map of a, a building and says I was able to get these uh, blueprints for Yersi's palace a while ago and they might prove useful now it's not a fortress but she keeps pretty tight security Give us, give us the blueprints and any other information. Can I, can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna say that. What? Uh, Daniel, it's all you. You, you say it. It's okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you what? I like it tight. Oh my. <laughs> you just ruined this family friendly game of murder. <laughs> uh, I think it was ruined back when Dex tried to cut out that dude's tongue. Honestly. 
Yeah, yeah that <laughs> happened. <laughs> All right. He is able to uh, to transmit or, or to download the, the schematics and everything that he has to a data pad for you guys. We do need to, uh, he says, we do need to try to get Dexter out quickly. But Yursu is not the type of person to just kill him as soon as he gets there. She's going, Dexter has hurt her in a very specific way. She's going to want to make him suffer. So while I want to save Dexter as much pain as I can, we do have time to plan the best possible strategy we can for getting him out. Uh, so, what, well, um, huh? Go ahead. I want to get to him as quick as we can. It's time. What would you guys like to do? Would you do you want to? Um, you know that the palace that she has is on the planet called Narhaska, which is where the party was already a while back. It's the same planet where you escaped from previously. Do you want to go ahead and travel to that system and try to plan on the way, or what do you? What would you like to try to do? Yes, well, that sounds good. Plan on the way. Just so as not to waste time. All right. Gore is going to tell you that <clears throat> he is going to stay in this facility rather than going with you. He says, as much as I want to help Dexter uh, personally, I think my skills would be better be suited here because here I have set up to have eyes and ears all over the galaxy. I can coordinate with you a lot better with my system here than I would be able to anywhere else. So I trust trust Lek to uh, to represent me well. Uh, yeah, you stay here. We'll do the dirty work. I'll clean up your mess. <laughs> all right. Back soon, Gore. So Polly has officially joined the party now. Yay! Yay! Go <laughs> team. Let's put him out. Ten points to Hufflepuff. Welcome aboard to the chaos. Oh. I'm, I'm very excited. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. Um, tell you what. What I'm gonna do so that you guys can kind of be thinking about how you want to approach this. I wish Josh was here. Because he would kind of be the voice of reason in this whole mess. I thought I was the voice of reason. Well, about that. You are the voice of cheese. <laughs> okay, what is the backstory of the, the cheese? <laughs> I like cheese a lot. Like eating cheese or making a story cheesy? No, no. Yes. Eating cheese. Mm, cheese both. is pretty great. <laughs> I mean... We had tacos for dinner, and most of my tacos were cheese, and I feel oh, you. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Cheese is life. Yeah. <laughs> yep. As a man who works two jobs and goes to school full-time, coffee is the best thing in the world. Oh, yeah. Coffee Co is, coffee is life at times. Yes. Mm. I've already had two cups tonight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I used our to last, our last session was half spent. Drinking coffee. <laughs> this awesome. is very true. In the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I pull up a map for you guys to see of Yursu's palace. 
the holy yes. balls. This is the uh, I'm the, so blueprints, the blueprints that he turned over to you. The tokens you can kind of disregard for the most part. They're um, you know that the place is going to be guarded. You know that Yersu has a ton of people. The the placing of the individual people is going to change, obviously, depending on when you're, what's going on, what time of day it is, uh, different things. But just to kind of give you an idea of like the size of the buildings and um, how big this place is, it's got a. Hey, what? I said, then that picture does no justice to how hideous she is. <laughs> <laughs> as hideous as it is, it still doesn't. It still doesn't cover it. Nope. Well, that she's wearing eyeshadow. That's my favorite. <laughs> <thing in the world. laughs> oh my gosh! She only has one eye. <laughs> or she's winking at you seductively because she wants well, you to. She has like a cyborg eye. Yeah. Another one. <laughs> And this is what nightmares are made of. That thing <laughs> right there. Oh my gosh. So in the uh, in the blueprints and notes, it says that there is a, a fairly tall perimeter wall that goes around this whole thing. And there are scanners on the top of the wall, but no turrets. There aren't any kind of like automated defensive turrets or anything like that. There are scanners, which are basically security cameras, and um, they have uh, different guards mounted along various uh, positions along the wall. The main building is that you see is a multi-level building. It's fairly tall. It does have windows. It's not made of a log cabin like it looks like on the map, but there are windows. <laughs> Most of the, the windows are armed with uh, security sensors. There is a uh, a space dot, like a, a landing pad off to one side. There's a note that Yursu hires her own mechanics who uh, work at that landing pad servicing her ships and, uh, and any like incoming ships. There's also nice see if there was a place on the map for it. Yeah, the uh, the area kind of towards the back here, 1A with the stairwell, that's marked in the plans as the slave quarters and slave entrance to the palace, along with the um, main supply area, like food and whatnot. There, it says there is a guard, a guard that's stationed there, this outside of the front door, it's probably the uh, the largest um, the largest entrance into the building. <laughs> so as you guys can kind of uh, mull on that information and think about what you might want to try to do, I'd go back over to Dexter again. Hey, oh, so you're uh, at this by this point, you felt the ship lift off the part of the ship that you're in doesn't have any kind of viewports to see outside but you definitely would have felt the ship uh lift off and then felt when you left the uh the planet's atmosphere and 
probably now assume that you're in hyperspace. Okay. So this whole time after trying to do the cuffs, I make note that my thing didn't work. And to look into that later. And can I be looking like this whole time? Like if there's a ventilation grate or something in the room? Yeah. Um, do like in the in the cell where you're in or in the the larger area? Yeah, in the in the cell that I'm in, I want to just uh, I'm trying to trying to make sense of what all is around me in my in my room right um let's see there is a uh, a ventilation system that's connected to all of the um as you can tell it'll be connected to all of the uh, prisoner cells you can see it in the ones across from you as well but uh, it's just kind of a small um graded opening uh similar about the, the same size as what would be in like your actual in real life house for the uh, ac unit okay there's one of those in each uh each station uh there's a there's kind of a bunk well not really even a bunk it's just kind of a real hard foam mat you know the the kind of um pads that they have for like sleeping cots that have the uh, the vinyl on them so that they're really easy to clean off. Yep. And it's super hard. It, it'd be like that. That's a kind of a bed size thing on the floor at the very back of this cell. Okay. <clears throat> the cell itself is only a couple of feet wide and deep so it's not a lot of room to move around much at all. Okay. Uh, you can kind of see a little bit out into the ship because they built this thing where the cargo hold was. But what you can see is kind of, kind of see the interior workings of the ship a little bit. There is no one as far as you can tell that's in the <coughs> in this particular room. They just kind of put you in here, locked the door, and left. Okay. But there is like a ventilation grate. Yes. Okay. I would like to attempt to see if I could get it to come loose. Okay. Do an athletics check for me. Okay. It's ready when you are. All right. So you're not able to shake it loose or get it pried off or anything, but you do have an advantage left over. All right. Uh, advantage. Can we say that maybe I could tell if I got found something, I could loosen it with it. Um, like maybe one of the bolts came loose. Trying to think of how that would work. Or maybe just knowing that that's an option there to come back yeah. to it later. Yeah, I think since it was just one advantage, I don't think it would be able to get like anything to take it off with. But you can kind of like 
keep a mental note that there that is there and it is connected to the main um atmospheric system in the ship yeah and you did figure out uh i tell you what you did figure out when you uh started doing that that they did forgot to add any kind of uh like a scanner security device on that okay like there's there's no kind of thing to like when it gets broken that it's uh, gonna set off an alarm because it looks like they figured it was too small for anybody to fit through. Okay. So they didn't bother putting a security alarm on it. All right. Um, well, then I'm gonna go walk up to the barrier and right. just yell, Sandor! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know you're in here. <laughs> Why don't you come talk to me, buddy? Um, and I just want to keep repeating his name over and over again until it becomes like annoying to anybody within the vicinity of hearing it. Uh, do do a perception check for me, real quick. Okay. Okay. Um, you're able to see. A uh, security camera, where, like where the security camera is located, so you can like speak directly to the camera, basically, if you want. To. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna look right at it, <laughs> and I'm just gonna be like holding both middle fingers up. <laughs> Beautiful. Saying his name over and over again. It's like. Uh, I know you see me, you asshole. <laughs> I felt like that while I was driving yesterday. Oh my gosh. Okay. He makes you wait for a good little while before giving any kind of response. But when he does, the there's a door that you see at the far end of the uh, the cargo bay like a double set of doors and they open and two of his hired mercenaries walk out and flank like either side of the doorway. And then he just kind of sweeps in. Uh, he's taking his helmet off at this point. He's got kind of a, a duster cape, kind of like Lo uh, Lando did in um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Just kind of a short yeah. cape. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that on kind of over his armor which looks a little tacky <laughs> but he just you can tell just based on the way that he's kind of letting it flow behind him and and strolling down this aisle that he just thinks it looks absolutely amazing wait 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 right. we're not doing um and the mode rules no you know capes getting sucked into you know jet engines or anything <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently that hasn't made it into this universe yet. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna uh, just glance at both of the guys and then at him and be like, start kind of chuckling. Be like, so you have to send in your two pups first, even though I'm on the other side of a barrier wall with stun cuffs on are you that scared of me sandor just kind of grins and says 
Oh, not scared, Dexter. I'm not scared of anyone, really. I just wanted you to know who you were dealing with. Although, you know, it is just business. I'm sure if you were in my place, you'd have done the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you've definitely shown me that you like to hide behind other people to do your dirty work. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Uh, That kind of... He kind of stiffens at that comment. And he says, oh, well, I always figure better safe than sorry. There has to be someone to come up with the master plan to get things done, you know? Oh, oh, okay. So I get it. So you're still kissing your Sue's ass. <laughs> do you want to try to roll to get a kind of a rise out of him or do you just oh, wanna... oh yeah I totally okay. Do. <laughs> okay uh let's see what's this guy's uh I'm trying to think what taunt taunt would probably be under coercion yeah so you get an upgrade to that and then wait I get uh I get two upgrades, don't I? Uh, I think so. Hold on. For my rank. Um, yeah. Did you pick up a second rank of intimidating? Oh, no. Sorry. No, no. All right. You're right. Just one. Yeah. All right. I got ahead of myself on that one. There is a second rank on that talent tree. but I, I Yeah. Yeah, right, I haven't so got there. I'm actually going to use one of my dark side points to kind of uh, upgrade the difficulty of that check. Okay. In response. So All it's right. ready. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Uh, so that despair symbol that I was talking about, or, there it is. The, uh, the triangle and circle around it on the red die so wow okay um so the two threats let's see you you have very much succeeded in getting a reaction out of this guy and getting him off center and pissed off and his response is he whips out a um like a remote and pushes a button and activates the uh, the stun mechanism on the cuffs. So take two more strain from the stun cuffs. Okay. And then the triumph and the despair. Good grief. Um... <laughs> I love this so much. What is your suggestion for the triumph? I want to say the triumph is... Even though he attempted to like cause me pain, I like sh- it shocks me, and I stagger back, and then I just start laughing and look back at him, and I'm like, "Oh, Sandor, you really gotta upgrade your arsenal." Is that all you got? That tickled, mate. I get that gives me an idea. Okay, so. <laughs> He frowns again, and just his face hardens, goes from, like, flustered to 
cold and angry and just says, says, I know your Sue wants to have this for herself, but I'll give you just a little bit of a taste of what it's going to be like for you when you get there. He calls over his comm link for his guards to come in and they open the cell and pull Dex out and just start beating the crap out of him. They're throwing him on the ground, kicking him, pulling him back up, punching him in the face, pushing him back and forth between holding him between two people and just punching him over and over and over again. Okay. So take um what's your wound threshold? 12, 16. 16? Alright. Uh take 13 damage. And then no, take eight. I'm sorry. Take eight. I can take thirteen, bro. No, they wouldn't they wouldn't push you to thirteen. Take eight. Okay. This goes on for a while, is why. This goes on for a while and they they finally let up. Sander just kind of leans over you as you're laying on the ground and says, You know, part of me wishes that I could stick around while Yursu has her fun too. But sadly, I have other places to be later after that. He directs his men to lock you back in your cell, and he heads off. So, before they lock me in, yes. I want to turn and look at him. And just kind of, like, lean my head back, close my eyes, and then look back at him. Take a deep breath. Yes, Sandor. Again, you're not man enough to do your own work. You keep eating the scraps off the table. I'll see you in hell. And then I spit. <laughs> I, 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 and then I and then I spit the blood that's in my mouth on him. <laughs> I love this group so much. Ah. <laughs> uh. He uh, takes a second to wipe it off his face and it says, enjoy your rest before you get to your Sus. And he walks off. So back to the other group, to Morda, Alima, Lek, and Sanjo. Holy crap, that was awesome. <laughs> well, I'm going to put you guys on the map for... X is not there. Yeah. Pull him off. So and big. then. Yeah. So big. Look how big I am. <laughs> 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 All right. There you go. Cool. So after getting all of the information from Gore, and uh, you know that he told you that uh, the bounty hunter was likely to take Dex back to Yurisu's palace on the planet Narhaska, uh, what would you guys like to begin by doing? I have to formulate a plan. Plan is you guys don't get in my way while I clean up your mess. We'll drop you off. <laughs> uh, just, just to remind you, um, you guys did have all of that stuff installed from the, uh, 
the previous couple sessions where you had the uh, the workshop put in and the the medical bay put in we also had the uh the secondary transponder um that would give you a second ship id and you also all have your fake ids and your um concealing cloak and camouflage kit and whatever else you bought uh, you have not named the ship yet and you have not painted the ship yet but you do have all the rest of that because you guys were busy doing other stuff <laughs> you're busy you're busy losing money in the casino and buying coffee you're blowing a hole in the wall <laughs> and punching holes in the wall yes <laughs> sanjo still has not had time to fix <laughs> poor sanjo is to fix everything. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah, I'll break them. So we, we never came up with a secondary name for the ship, so I guess we'll just put that on hold for a little while. Um, I vote Rancor's Bane. <laughs> <laughs> How about Orsi? <laughs> right before we go to negotiate with her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. If you want to, uh, since Josh isn't here, um, we can just say that you use the secondary name on the transponder, and we'll decide what that name is later. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. you have a name programmed in there. We'll just decide what it is later. Yep. Out of the game. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, uh, how do you guys want to begin planning trying to get to Dexter? If we go in all three of us together, it's going to be um, easier for all three of us to get caught. So we should go in multiple entrances? Well, we can do that, or we can try and go in the front door. Why would we go in the front door? Yeah, like... Like, stand <laughs> at the place and, like, try and talk to her. Like, pretend like we got business with her. Actually, that's not a terrible idea. If, like, honor to not in-game, or is this, is this in-game? I haven't done this in a while. Uh, Am I talking as my character right now? No, no. Okay. I feel like um, if um, team was... if team came in main door and like took on threat head on and then other part of team snuck in well we have you know like a not really a two-prong attack but half of group like daniel said they uh morta um and whoever wants to like go in front door and what were you saying okay i should go in the back door because i got such a stealth okay so stealthy people sneak in while people who are good at cutting you know, try to disguise themselves as, what were you saying, Daniel? Morta? Just, like, n go to negotiate as if we had business with Ursu. Aren't we saying something earlier, how that's, like, the main entrance is where the mechanics do their mechanic -y things? Can we disguise ourselves as, like, half a team as mechanics? That could actually work, because Sanjo technically is kind of the ship's mechanic, and that's what he's been training a lot for so and that's josh right he could definitely pass himself off as a mechanic 
And uh, Morda and I sneak in with stealthy things. I complain about it the whole time, and secretly my ca- character appreciates his help. Mm-hmm. And there's character development of things that happen. <laughs> 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 Not in game. Daniel just picked up my fluffy cat, who is very kind but has very sharp claws, and he kind of sentenced himself to <laughs> death by claws. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you deactivated the bomb. <laughs> what is your plan once you get to the planet? Getting down onto planet, basically. Problem is, I don't know if like what's the space? What's the bounty hunter's name again? Sandor. Yeah, Sandor. I don't know if like. Sandor and Dexter have already supposed to have been at the place or gotten to Ursu's palace and is Sandor still there and all that. Right. You can coordinate with Gore still. He apparently has surveillance that's been set up there. You can also do surveillance yourselves on the palace. You don't have to like charge in, not knowing whether or not he's there or anything. Okay, I guess we want to land the ship, like, in the forest, just out just outside of range of the tower. Okay, we can do that then. So, let's see. Um, you guys are able to um, able to fly to Narhaska and you're broadcasting a completely different ship ID and everything. So when you arrive there, they don't uh, they don't recognize that the ship is the same one that escaped a while back with your crew. So there's no kind of uh, warning or anything that that would come up from that. See if you want to try to pilot to an area where they cannot, without them really see, without trying to attract attention from Yursu or like and try to hide the ship. That'll be another um, piloting planetary check. Y'all got this. Oh, we failed the last three. So. Oh, if you, you want, if you want. You can use, I believe Sanjo has uh, ranks in that skill, so he could do at least an assist and give you a boost. Or Vec could give a, uh, Vec could also co-pilot and give a boost. Um, I don't want to do that, but let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) There's a way to, like, work together on checks if you're, like, in the same room, basically. Um, what it does, like, if you don't have ranks in a skill or anything that would be better, you just give the person an, a, a boost dice, which is a D6. So it just kind of adds to the um, probability of success. If you do have ranks in a skill, it kind of does, like, a combined check where it takes the highest attribute and the highest skill level, and you roll with that. So for this one, just do a, um, to have him assist you. I'll just give you a boost die for it, and it'll be piloting space again. Piloting space. Yes. Are you ready? 
Uh, what am I doing? You don't have to do anything. I just just say that your character is a, like assisting him, and I'll add in the dice modifiers. Yeah, that I'm doing that. <laughs> Boom! Whenever you're ready. It's ready when you are. Hey! There you go. Hey. So many blank dice, and you still passed with an advantage. Yeah, boy. Our group. <laughs> they are able to successfully uh, land the ship in a way that does not attract attention from the local authorities, and it does not uh, alert anyone to your presence. It is close enough to the city that uh, you'll be able to get there fairly easily. It's not a not a very long walk, but it's far enough away where you don't have to worry about like them just seeing you from the wall or anything. <clears throat> I'm gonna say that uh, at this point, when you land on planet, it is late afternoon, early evening. Uh, so, what would you guys like to do once you land? Wait for it to be darker so you can be more sneaky. Okay. <laughs> we can do that if you just want to wait. It's a it's a democracy, so that's just my idea. What do you guys think? <laughs> I will tell you a lot of it is probably going to fall on you and Daniel because I think Tanette is about to fall asleep, which she does usually every game, but she's about to fall asleep, so we'll just continue without her. Alima. Good. So we got two characters we can make do things. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hypothetically, um, would Alima and um, Star Wars Josh be like their characters are going to be um, front gate and we're going to be sneaky? We're just going to be focusing on the sneaky then? That can do that. Yes. Okay. Um. um. Do you want to scout out, scout out first, or how, how do you want to proceed? Yeah, I uh, want to contact Gore and ask him if, if Sandor has delivered uh, delivered Dexter yet, and if he has, is he still there? Okay, you contact if you contact Gore, he uh, takes him a little while to reply. And he comes, uh, the message comes back that Sandor contacted Yursu from his ship, but he has not landed yet. So he's not on planet yet. So we have one or two options. We can wait till, you know, they go deeper into the fortress, or we can intercept before all the shenanigans happens. Right? Yeah, but when, there's a wall around the compound. With guards. Do they fly inside or do they fly outside and bring in? There's a landing pad inside the wall. Okay. Uh, let me pull up the map real quick and see what it has on it. I can't remember. I don't see... I'm going to say that the, the wall probably would go all the way around. The landing pad would probably be inside it, like, butted up right against the, uh, the main building. Close to the main building. Have those binocular things, right? That see through solid walls. Yes, you do. Yes, you can. You can use those to. It's not a very big wall or tall or thick. It's just tall enough to like 
probably like 10, 12 feet tall. So not like, you know, castle size. Is there anything around the, the place to hide behind? Or is this like out in the middle of a desert or something? Also, are there any troops patrolling around? There's a... It's kind of just on the outskirts of a city. There's a, The city comes kind of up next to it, but the palace itself is kind of its own little thing uh, outside of the city proper. Probably be some scattered buildings close by, and um, it's not a desert planet. It is a, a forested planet. And the forest comes kind of close to the wall, not right up to it, but probably within a hundred yards of the wall, I would think. It's gonna be sneaky. Super sneaky, Charlie. <laughs> I was gonna make that joke earlier, but I don't know if it'll land. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> sneaky. Okay, well, we can't, we shouldn't alert them before that. Uh, Sandor gets there because then he might not bring Dexter. So we have to wait. Right. We don't want to wait too long after he brings them. Alright. Do you want to do you want to be watching the place or do you want to just be like kind of monitoring for the ship or how how do you want to go about waiting? Yeah, let's just say we we're like watching compound and monitoring for when the ship arrives. Do you go to the compound or you stay away from it? I'm sorry. Like, just close enough that we can see. Close enough to see, like, ships coming in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, tell you what. Both of you give me a stealth roll. Uh, it's going to be an average roll, so I'm going to add in the difficulty die of two purple uh, I know you both have one rank of a oh, scroll. Actually, I think Morda just gets one boost to stealth checks. Lek gets two? Lek actually gets three. Heck yeah. Uh, so on, on your character sheet, Polly, at the very top where it says dice pool, uh, on the far left it has the blue, the, the, the square, the triangle, and the pentagon. Okay. Add in two of the squares. That should give you your two, two extra blue die, and then I'm I'm adding in one on my end, so you'll end up with a total of three. Yeah, I uh, I gave uh, Lek a suit of um, stealth armor that gives you a two bonus die for uh, stealth checks. Heck yeah. Uh-huh. That's awesome. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. All right, it's ready to roll. Uh, Daniel, can you show him how to roll the skill? Yes, you click that. Boom! So I got five advantages, no success. You got three success and two advantage. Yes, sir. Uh, Polly, you actually rolled the perception skill. Can you roll the... Oh, oh wait. my bad. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My, my bad. It's okay. Boom! <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Morta actually didn't pass, but he got enough advantages where we're going to say he passed. 
And then uh, Vec easily passed with some advantages left over. So um, I'm going to say that if it's cool, I'm going to say that those advantages that you guys have left over are that you're able to not only stealth close enough to the building where you can like uh, monitor it pretty well, you're all you're also able to like position yourselves in a way that lets you very easily see um, anybody coming in and out from either the front gate or ships landing at the landing pad. You can actually even see onto the landing pad to see like what's going on if you use like your binoculars and stuff. Sweet. All right, so I'm going to switch back over to Dex again. Hey. All right, so several hours pass uh, as this, this ship is still in hyperspace. You get the feeling that uh, the ship that he has, while fairly big, doesn't have the best hyperdrive in it. This is taking a lot longer than you thought it would to get to your suit. They eventually, you do feel the ship shudder from coming out of hyperspace and do a perception check for me. Okay. Dope. It rolled twice. It's all right. You passed both times. So yeah, you're able to kind of just tell from the feel of the ship that... Um, it's come out of hyperspace and it's starting to descend into a planet. You feel the turbulence from entering atmosphere and uh, figure you're probably back on Narhaska if he was taking you to your suit. Anything that you would like to try to do or. We didn't clarify, and I want to clarify this with you. All right. They took my weapons off of me. Yes. Did they find the comm link? We didn't say anything about it. They haven't, like, really searched you. They just pulled the weapon. Like, you still even have your armor on, technically. Okay. Um, how much gear did you have with you? You pretty much had everything with you, didn't you? I had everything that wasn't new. Yeah, it wasn't at Bosmo's place. Right. Um... <laughs> Hey, what I'm going to do? Why don't you do a roll and just? Yeah, I'm going to do a perception <laughs> roll on their part. What is your? Um, you weren't actively trying to hide it. No, it's just luck of the draw. Whether they would have seen or thought about it. Right. I'm not going to make it a. I make it an average roll since you weren't trying to technically hide anything, but I'm going to add in two setback die for them because of the chaos and they see whether or not they actually thought of it during that time. Oh, they did not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so they actually generated a threat on that. So I'm going to say, yeah, you still have your comm link on you. Okay. Um, they probably, they would have taken all of your weapons. They probably would have taken your backpack. I wouldn't think you would keep your comm link in your backpack, though. No, it would be stashed. Uh, was there anything else that you wouldn't have kept in the backpack? Uh, Well, my vibro knife 
would have been on me, so they would have taken yeah, that. Um, I would just have the. Com I think you'd just have the comp. Yeah, just the everything comp else would probably have been taken. Yeah. So yeah, still, you still have your. Yeah. You technically still have your comp link on you somewhere, but they have not done a thorough search. So. And, uh, can we? I just I want to be able to like send a message through it to them. Telling them where I think they're where I'm at. Uh, I don't know if it could be like a recording to send right. through. There are two different things with that. One is a long range transmitter that you would be able to send that from like one planet to another. That would have been taken because that was like backpack size. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking so like this is just personal comlink. Comlink. Probably yeah. the only thing you have. And you yeah. wouldn't necessarily know that they're on planet yet. All right. Well, it's. I'll just keep it in mind that I've got it on me. Okay. Let me just, just for, just for the sake of funny. Let me. I want to crawl back over to the vent. Okay. And see if I can try to try to get it open again. Okay. Was it athletics? Yeah, it was athletics. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, you got it open. Okay. That's a small opening. I would say probably only like maybe 15 inches wide. Not very big. And probably only about five, six inches tall. Okay. But yeah, you can get the grade off. It leads into kind of like a, um, just a major pipe that runs down the whole length of the that row of cells. Okay. 15 inches wide, 12, 6 inches high. Yeah, I can't fit in that. All right. All right, I'll put the grate back, but leave it, like, loose. Okay. And I want to sit back and... Grab my little lucky charm emblem I've got around my neck. Close my eyes and be like, "All right, you've you've helped me once. You you got me to a place where I met Gore, and he taught me a lot. All I'm asking is for one more time to help me get out of this alive." Whatever that looks like, and then I'm just—I'll uh, shove it back down in my shirt. You feel right after you do that, you feel the ship kind of uh, slowing, and then just a gentle thump as it settles onto into a landing. Uh, the door into the main part of the ship opens up, and the squad of Mercs comes out. Uh, one of them opens the door or the the energy barrier and a couple of them grab you and pull you out into the open area between the cell or the, the rows. And at the far end of the ship, a large loading ramp begins to lower. Uh, Sandor comes out of the main part of the ship his helmet's back on. Uh, 
still sporting the cape. He's got his blaster carbine now, uh, kind of slung between his arms. He walks straight past you and to the ramp. The mercs fall in line behind him with you in tow and begin pulling you to the ramp and out onto a landing pad. If you want to say anything in character or do anything in character, just interject. I'm going to kind of just narrate what happens here otherwise. Hey, Sandor. I can't tell whether you look dumber with the helmet on or without it. He, um, he kind of stiffens again a bit and turns his head to kind of where he can see you, but doesn't really say anything. He just turns back and walks down the ramp and the the group follows him. When you get out of the ship, it's nighttime and you're on a landing pad that's illuminated by several floodlights. And at this point, Lek and Morda would be able to see the ship that just landed on the landing pad and a Mandalorian walking down the ramp and a group behind him with Dexter in the middle of them. <sighs> it's good to be back home. I hope Yershu still remembers my favorite meal. Going up a connector walkway to the landing pad, you actually do see several guards in blue full plate armor and a large hut behind them. And she slowly makes her way onto the landing platform. Sandor walks up to her and the guard, the mercs bring you up behind and, and shove you out uh, in front of them, still bound to, uh, to show you to the hut. And Sandor does this kind of flourishing, sweeping bow to Yursu and says, as promised, the infamous Dexter. Sandor, the, the cape's really not doing anything for you, mate. Yursu laughs at that, this deep hut laugh. She says, I, I'm I kinda, glad to see you haven't changed, Dexter. I kind of cringe through the pain <laughs> of smiling. I look at her as like, that's good to see you, Yersu. Still ugly as hell. Welcome home. It's good to have you back. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So it looks like you, you taught your dog some new tricks. They're pretty bad. She turns to one of the guards beside her and says, Pay them. He brings over this... Uh, this cred stick and hands it over, hands over these credits to uh, Sandor. Sandor kind of looks through them and then looks back at Yursu and says, this isn't the quarter million you promised. And she said, she grins at him and says, this isn't the entire group you promised. The hundred thousand was for Dexter alone and that's who you brought. Sandor, you can't get one thing right, can you, mate? He huffs at it 
but doesn't really have anything to argue back with at this point. Uh, Yurisu turns to another one of the guards and says, Captain Selko, please show Dexter the Narhaska hospitality. And one of the troops walks forward. This guard doesn't have a helmet on. And Dex, you recognize someone, Captain Nalani Selko. This was a woman, a human woman, that Dex was romantically involved with during your time with your suit. Oh. <laughs> she walks straight up to you, takes her blaster rifle, and slams the butt of it into your gut, and then swings it up and hits you in the head, just completely knocking you out. Lek and Morda just witnessed that whole thing. They did not they weren't able to hear what was going on, but they saw Dexter being brought out of the ship and turned over to the hut and then the cat the one of the guards just take him down with uh, the butt of her rifle. And the rest of the bodyguards pick up uh, Dex and begin dragging him back into the palace. Holy crap. <laughs> So, what do you guys want to do at this point? I've been thinking about it the whole time, and I can't decide. <laughs> we have, like, grappling hook things like they do in episode one. We don't really go through walls, so we have to, like, sneak in, but we don't want to go through the main door. Is there a lot of... Uh, you the do... Door, like, our way in? I don't know. We don't have any that are attached to the guns or anything. You do have, um, like basic climbing gear which would be uh repelling ropes and like i believe there was even like um uh su- like like wall spikes with uh, suction cups that would attach to um to walls I'm trying to remember what else was in that kit i think it was like wall climbing spikes and suction cups for uh for climbing up that kind of thing i don't think there was like a a harpoon or anything but you do have climbing gear, yes. Is there any other main entrance besides that main entrance that the rest of our crew are at? There would be a front entrance. In the wall, there would be a front entrance, and there would be probably a rear entrance for supplies. And then the building itself would have a couple of different entrances, the main one being and the main one being right there, I think. Because this the six A area is kind of just out in the open. Like almost like a courtyard kind of thing. There would be one main door right here, and then there are some side doors. Kind of, there's one down in the corner. I'm trying to think if there are any more. Where, where's the supply entrance? Back here at one A. Okay. I'll let you choose, Morda. Do you want to go in courtyard entrance, or do you want to try to sneak in, like, inside boxes of supplies? <laughs> Totally do a Metal Gear Solid move like Snake and get a cardboard box. Also, y'all let me know when you're ready to stop. Um, I'm good for right now, and I know Kevin, you don't have to work tomorrow, and you're both, everybody's in a different time zone than me, so it's an hour behind. 
Um, I just don't want to go too long for you, have you get too tired or anything. I'm good. Uh, I know Daniel's a little tired. Uh, All right. I feel like this is a good stopping spot, but it's totally up to him if he wants to keep going. Um, I work tomorrow, but not till 11, so... Okay. Well, yeah, if you guys want to stop here, that's it's it can be a good stopping point, and we can pick it up again next week, maybe. Um, I'm, t- I'm fine with that if, if you guys want to. Everybody gets, uh, let's say, 15 experience points for this session. So you can add that to your available XP. All right, that was fun, guys. For real. Y'all have a good evening, and I'll hopefully see you next weekend. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Have a good evening. Y'all too.